0: Log Talk Radio. Night owls, night owls radio which can only be heard in the dark. And testing broadcasting live from the old wooden shack. The creak of the door. <sighs> I told you it was an actual old wooden shack. Before we go on, remember, the show can only be heard in the dark. So turn off all your lights now. I'll give you a few seconds to turn them all off as I turn to the north the south, to the west, and to the east, because I am broadcasting live on blogtalkradio.com, night owls radio, all four corners of this planet we are on, this planet called Earth, that we call Earth. And we discuss the mysteries here, but we don't just discuss them, things that are considered mysterious anyway. We solve the mystery. And that's what makes this show unique amongst all the paranormal radio shows out there that you can listen to. If this is your first time tuning in tonight, I am your host, the mysterious Miss X, and I have been broadcasting here on Blog Talk Radio for an incredible 14 and a half years. Yes. First went on the air in 2008, and I get these stories, you know how it is. You're online, you're on the great big worldwide web that has us all on this web for the past 27, 28 years or so, and people send me things. I don't know why. Just out of the blue, I'll get these videos that just pop up on my screen. I love when people send me paranormal topics. This is not one of our normal paranormal topics tonight, but it is an oddity, a strange, a terrible, terrible occurrence in our United States history. And the show is heard all over the world. And when I say that I mean I have listeners in China. In Guam, probably, I have listeners in New Zealand, in Australia, which is about as far away from the Erie Lake as you can get, Australia. And yes, it was here, from once I am now broadcasting, right along the Erie Lake of Lake Erie, that our story does partly take place tonight. I wanted to do this show earlier today, and I waited until 1130 Eastern Standard Time in the United States in order to have Katie Sage's ancestors, no, descendants, not ancestors. You always get those two confused. I do. Anyway, speak for myself. Her descendant. I gave them a chance to call in, and you should be calling in, I hope you call in. I put the word out online all across the big world wide web. Call in and give and share your stories that you've already shared online on some of the social media sites. The call in number again, east of Lake Erie is 657-383-1357. Yeah, that's a 13, 1357. West, of the Erie Lake, it is the same six five seven three eight three thirteen fifty seven six five seven three eight three thirteen fifty seven. There was somebody in the chat room. His name is Think for Yourself. or her name, and then they just disappeared. They just left the chat room out of nowhere. So come back, Think for Yourself. Quote end quote. That's their username. Think for Yourself, and anybody else that wants to call in blogtalkradio.com, Ms. X. I gave you the call-in number. I'll give it to you one more time for our very, very sad, terrible story tonight, Six five seven three eight three one three five seven. 1357 And I just had to cover this tonight when I heard it online. This is the very first time i would ever heard of this story, and it is a true story. Now, I've heard of a lot of other people being kidnapped in a terrible part of our United States history when Native Americans used to be given, yes, I said given human beings in exchange for horses. And that's what this man apparently did. I hope the horse was important enough to you out there, buddy. Buddy that you took away this little child's family life and had her raised among two separate Native American tribes the tribal nations because apparently you wanted a horse. Yeah. A horse. And how long do they live? As compared to this child who fifty six years later, I just this is something you can't even grasp. Try to get your mind around this one, listeners. 56 years later, that's over half a century later, later, on planet Earth, she met a couple of her siblings. 56 years after being taken by this person. And why did he do this? Not for the same reasons that other people might have been taken when they were taken by the Native Americans in the 1700s and the 1800s here in America. No, apparently he was angry at the father of this child. So he comes and snatches a tiny child and takes her to one of the Native American tribes in the area in the state of Virginia. So I have to say all of this to all of my listeners out there across this planet and across the world who do not know about the United States or you're not familiar with the different states. I, I'm listening to this story, right? And then I'm reading and I discover, uh, you know, you're reading something and it's so, like, shocking to you that you're not sure what the print in front of you that you're reading. I mean, this is about the paranormal crazy activity of human beings, Trading a child for a horse or corn or whatever else they traded human beings for back in those days, centuries ago. I'm reading it and listening to it. And my mind, you know, your mind doesn't comprehend it first because it's surprising. Because remember, this girl was in Virginia. I'm reading this and it says, I had just finished reading that the Wyandotte tribe was right here where I was born, the famous Miss X. And the Wyandots. guess what? The Wyandots are the ones that raised this child. She went to the Wyandot tribe after first being with, I think it was the Cherokees. She then was taken, yes, not 110 miles from where I now stand broadcasting this show. She was taken about hundred and ten miles from here up to Upper Sandusky in Ohio There Oh. You know if you listen to the show, I always call it Ohio There Oh. In Upper Sandusky, Ohio. How did this story all begin? We'll listen in to this.
1: As young Katie chased the butterfly, a desperate outlaw snatched
0: the She was chasing butterflies. Imagine. You're five years old, chasing butterflies. Family hurry Face.
1: If you make a sound, I'll kill you and your ball, The outlaw demanded. Within seconds, he threw Katie on his horse and disappeared into the dark woods. It was only a few minutes when Lovers arrived back at the creek, the family's laundry. It was eerily quiet the only sound being the crackling of the burning wood from the fire. Katie, she called. Over and over, up and down the creek, she ran, becoming more frantic by the second, but she was nowhere to be found. Gripped with unthinkable fear, she fetched the girl's father, and the search continued all day until both the valley and the ridges were submerged in the darkness. The next day, the search continued with all the neighbors joining in the search, but there was no trace of Katie. The five-year-old girl had vanished into thin air. Unknown to Katie's family, the kidnapper had gagged and found the child, and he had taken his victim far into the rugged terrain.
0: Apparently, they were looking for her. Her family was. This is one account online, which is why I wanted the defendants to call in to clarify. They were looking around the farm. Instead of looking, and my question is, why weren't you looking out into the forest, into the green? Those of us that have been in Virginia, and I have been in Virginia, and in Tennessee, where she eventually was taken up to Tennessee. In the state of Tennessee, there's a lot of these gorgeous green rolling hills. I was looking on the horizon, and all I saw were these green hills, very much greenery, very different than you see them other states. Just deeper green. She was over 30 miles away while the family was still looking around the farm. That's the way it was worded anyway. And it wasn't some stranger, like I said earlier. It was apparently someone that had a problem with her father. And she talks about what the man had done to her Just imagine being five, five years old, snatched away from your family, taken to a Native American tribe. And even though she lived, Katie was born in 1787 by all accounts. 1787, shortly after the American Revolutionary War. She was taken in 1792. This is 2023. Her descendants are still out there hearing the story and knowing the story, having grown up with this story. (sighs) Her father was devastated by this. Devastated by this. I just can't, my questions are, why did they stop looking for their child? It says online that they stopped looking after a certain number of years. She's taken up there, she sees Native Americans. Imagine, you've never seen this before, which surprised me. That surprised me, too, because like I was saying, she was in Virginia, like I was saying, and she had apparently never seen Native Americans before, question mark, because it says that she was taken there, and and she sees different strange dress and the headdress and the way they live in teepees back then and all of it. Just imagine she's given food that she's not used to. After it took her days to get up there traveling by horseback, I don't know how long it took coming from to Ohio down to Virginia. She was coming from Virginia up to Ohio with a stop first in Tennessee. strict. She said that she was picked up in his arms and taken all this way at the age of five with a strange man.
1: way home. The kidnapper wasn't going to take any. She didn't remember where she came
0: from. She totally adapted amazingly. I know I would have been out of my mind. She adapted to life amongst the Native Americans. She married a sheep and became a leader amongst the people.
1: It was impossible for her to even try to escape.
0: And what I was saying is, the cellular, is this is the crazy perhaps paranormal part of this whole thing. It's The inventions that we make on this planet, how they could have saved people back then, could have saved all this heartache, all this trauma, all this torment that went for Katie, Katie and her family, for other people that were taken, if she had only had a cellular phone, if phones even had only been invented. All of you that may be younger listening to the show, you know, Alexander Graham Bell invented the telephone. In the 1800s, it would take what? hundred, almost a hundred years for that to be invented and be in people's homes. This happened in 1792, not 1892. No phones, obviously no cellular phones. all of that. She could have been tracked on Google Maps and been home. Now, here's the thing: We hear all these stories in school of women being taken by Native Americans back then. Or, as in this case, apparently, traders were coming through this area, giving people to Native Americans in exchange for whatever it is that they wanted from the Native Americans. Cherokee, Wyandotte tribes in this case. The Wyandots are up here in Ohio, and that's where Katie was eventually taken first stopping in Tennessee. You're going to tell me that a child that looks Caucasian didn't stand out there at all the trading that was going on. Just imagine all the people that were coming through there trading with the Native Americans, trading with the Wyandots, year after year after decade after decade. Nobody noticed, question mark, nobody said, not one, this, this story is just so infuriating, not one person said, There was not one decent person brave enough to say, take that child back to her family. Not one throughout all of this, for all those years. Is that what you're trying to tell me? And then, you know, years later, you find out that the stories you were told in school, there's different opinions. There's different viewpoints. And more information comes out. And more information about history. That's the interesting thing about history, where it was, oh no, so and so chose to live amongst the Native Americans, you know, because she was 12 or 14 or 16 or older. And 12 and 14 and 16 in those days was considered like being in your 20s today. Even though people have not magically changed, we're still human beings, as far as we know, on Earth. We're visitors here on Earth. You hear about Alien abductions are given as a reason for people <laughs> But they know what happened to Katie. They knew. Even though at that time, her parents didn't know at first. And that's where we're going to pick up with where we left off.
1: 24 days after she was stolen from her mother and her father, the young girl arrived in the nation, the Wyandotte Indians, in Ohio.
0: Up here with Miss X and Ohio Zero. This is my song for Katie. Somewhere, and you're telling me nobody noticed that?
1: Chief accepted Katie as a gift from the Cherokee Warriors. From this moment on, young Katie would be called Euroquames and was officially a Wyandotte Indian, as if their blood flowed through her veins.
0: But it didn't, and she had a family. And her family was from the Appalachians, or as they say now, Appalachian area,
1: back home. Katie's father was devastated from her disappearance. He had completely abandoned his crops, and he spent the entire month looking for her, day and night, even when all others had given up hope. Now, back in those days, when all options were exhausted, it was common for folks to consult a mountain witch living.
0: Right, so they listened to the so-called mountain witch. whose name apparently was Grandma Moses, just not like the painter Grandma Moses. Another, Granny Moses. Okay. So you're going to put your faith in that, which they did back then, not having the education or being told that these people knew things. You know, I told you I have predicted many things. I've had many premonitions that have come true. And that's basically what a lot of these people were in the country, in the hills of Appalachia. That's what they were. But then they were given the status that Miss X has not been given, to be able to have this insight. But her insight was partly right, and listen to it.
1: But you will never know her fate or see her again until the day you die. However, one day in the far future, your wife will
0: learn of your daughter's fate and her location, but she too. It's just so, so sad. Oh, and by the way, this story tonight is for all the people that were taken and given to Native Americans, and vice versa, everything that was done to the Native American people.
1: Within a few years, Eroga mind had completely blocked out the first five years of her life. She did her this best.
0: is what I'm saying. She didn't remember because of the trauma. I can speak to this directly from my own life, Ms. X. In childhood, you cannot recall everything because of the trauma. So she blocked out, Katie did, said that she could not remember those years with her parents, with her real, true family,
1: Accepted her as a gift from the Cherokee. Somehow, through the most unlikely of journeys, young European was now queen of the Wyandot Nation.
0: And that, how little we know about the brain and how it works on this planet. She unlikely became a queen amongst the Wyandot people, just as I unlikely became a queen because of my friend who is related to a former Archbishop of Canterbury, which I've spoken about on the show before. And now I have two business friends in common with the now King Charles III. He was Prince Charles back when I first became friends with these people. You see how amazing this life on earth can be? Her
1: life had taken her from her blood family in Virginia at five years old. She had spent the next 56 years living as one of the Wyandotte
0: Indians. 56 years. Just like I was invited to London, England by the Archbishop of Canterbury's family. I was invited in 2010 and
1: 2013. By a Wyandotte interpreter. He told her that he had met a mysterious white man who had a striking resemblance to your own claims.
0: This is what my favorite part. How... Katie finally get reunited with two of her siblings. Because a man noticed that Katie's tone of voice and the way that she talked was similar to a man that he had met. Now remember, this is 56 years later. Over half a century later that he meets one of Katie's brothers and says to himself, Wow, he sounds a lot like Katie. Now, it took over half a century for people to come there, is my question, question mark, for anybody to say something, and maybe it could have taken hundreds of years on this planet, for somebody to say, return that child, or where's her family, or this is wrong, hello, not one person said this is wrong, I have discussed this before with other people, how siblings, even when they are separated, here comes your paranormal part, everybody, even when they're separated, for in this case, 56 years separated, over half a century separated, separated. Siblings still have the same cadence to our tone of voice. We use the same phrases as our siblings. We use the same words as the people we were raised around. You know, I think about losing my grandfather when I was only three years of age. That's the closest thing that I can relate to Katie being taken at the age of five and looking like and adapting to the life totally of where she was taken, which was to the Wyandotte tribe. First the Cherokee Nation, then to the Wyandotte tribe. But she still maintained, listen up, she still maintained, even though she was speaking. She didn't even speak English anymore. She forgot how to speak English. She was speaking the Native American language of the tribe that she was with, of that certain tribe. And, but... Her cadence, her tone of voice was still the same as this man that is randomly recognized now, isn't this so bizarre, by someone that trades or goes up there with the lion butt. And he says to Katie, through an interpreter, because remember, she doesn't speak English anymore. She's 61 years old at this point. 56 years later on the planet and he says to her I met this guy and he sounds a lot like you the way you talk and it turns out to be yeah one of Katie Sage's brothers Katie Sage 56 years later reunited with her brother
1: for her life's journey had come full circle
0: and this is the saddest part
1: and in her white brother's mind She was forever frozen
0: in time. And when my brother passed away, and I hadn't seen him in decades, four decades, and I'm looking at him, he is frozen in time in my dreams, in my memories. He is frozen in time as the child that he really was then, even though he was a teenager when I left home, as the person or child he was when I knew him best. That's how it was for Katie Sage's brother when he met her. Because to him and to him, she was frozen in the time that she had been taken away. And Katie, they had so many questions, and they had carried a burden of sorrow for her in their hearts their entire lives. Right, burden of sorrow so all And her mother,
1: who in the last years of her life still held on to her love for Katie after some time. She finally spoke aloud, I have two families, one that brought me into this world and loved me, and I loved them, but I lost them long ago. It is impossible for me to do as you ask, for I must stay here with my people, for they are my children, and I, your roguines, and their grandmother.
0: And there still is a site, Mark, where this happened in 1792, I believe it's in Virginia. And the saddest part was Katie did not go back to her original home where she was born, where her family still lived, where her mother, now in her 90s, 90-some years old, wanted to meet with Katie. At least they got to write letters back and forth, but she never got to meet her on earth anyway, again. And here is the thing of the mind and the paranormal part and the cravings of it all, of this planet, my dears. And this was a difficult show for me to do tonight because it's such a sad, sad story. The weird thing of the human mind is that Katie, taken it thought, had become so adapted to what she was raised in and her so-called new family the new family was now her identity, even though her real family wanted to meet her and reestablish a relationship. Until next time, in the words of the Beast, I'll be back. Happy screams.
1: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather. Now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VDW Group, no purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.